we're not telling him what's on the green screen because uh, the green screen is just the same background for all of us. Oh, I hope it's a shock. It'll be like I'm in an action movie. No, it's an explosion, away Greg. From the sh- oh, you're just sitting away from the explosion. If I do, I when I jump away from it, am I looking back? No. Oh my, that's you, that's, you never you never look at the well, explosion. That's a real you John didn't McClane even know move. that the explosion was going off. Oh my god, oh, I'm gonna feel like Bruce Willis. Oh, speaking of Bruce Willis, let's get to the news. To the news. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about, these are all in different colors now and I don't like it. I'm yeah, blue. Yeah, it's Tyler's fault. Uh, Verizon has dropped like a cheap hot potato. <gasps> AOL and Yahoo. It's selling it off. Huh. Verizon, <laughs> wow, I had no idea. Shocker. Verizon has been on a selling spree of late because it also sold Tumblr for a very, very small amount. Um, Tiny little bit. Three million. It wow, was sold for one point really one small. billion. Yeah, because shocker, you take the porn off of Tumblr, no one's going to use it. That's right. All anybody was ever using. They it also for, right? offloaded Huffington Post That's and sold that surprising. to BuzzFeed. Ugh. They're just getting rid of everything. They're just Ew. liquidating assets. And so now they're getting rid of AOL and Yahoo for five billion dollars. But they quite a bit paid more. about nine and a half. They are they are not making smart financial decisions right now. I, I don't know say. what's yeah, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, they're liquidating. They're going to maintain. They're probably going to start investing into something big. Bitcoin. Probably. Maybe. Who knows? Um, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Jesus. Five. Verizon will maintain a ten percent stake in the company, just in case. Uh, you never know. <laughs> you never know. So the people buying it is the Apollo Management Group or Glo- Apollo Global Management, which is actually owned by the. A uh, guy who owns the Venetian in Las Vegas. Wow. Uh, it also owns Michael's. Uh, I've been to the Venetian. I've been to Michael's Lovely. before. All like, right. Amazing. It's it ba- basically on par with Michael's. It's almost the same yeah. thing. Same actually. thing. Yeah. Ah, that was the craft section. Mm. Now, uh, you may have heard of uh, Leon Black, the Apollo co-founder, who um, was giving money to Jeffrey Epstein. That Jeffrey Epstein. The one. The one yeah. that didn't kill himself? Yeah, he paid him $150 million. Nice. Great. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's trying to cut down on a lot of its losses, and so I wonder what's uh, going on, where they're going. Maybe they're getting I'm, into yeah. EV. I'm curious where they're going to be expanding, because they're liquidating a lot of assets to be to have it be like a clearinghouse Maybe or something. Maybe they're going to buy GameStop. Right, yeah, it just, with all these numbers, it just sounds like they're uh, they're they're inflating it pretty, pretty heavily. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not not a well-designed company. So Google. Good old Google. Google. Um, so they have offices. They sure do, do have offices. They have people. Some of them. Uh, they are. Open the doors. See all the people. No, I said people. They don't have a steeple. steeple. See the steeple. <laughs> yeah, they need to. Yeah. They are figuring out ways to redesign and rearrange the offices to help people maintain social distancing and not get each other deathly ill at this point. It's a uh, good decision. They're they're doing a lot of things that are very modular and can move and that take little time to set up so they can really shuffle things around. Mm-hmm. They're going to do what they're calling team pods. I wish I knew what this looked like because it sounds awful. It does. It doesn't sound good. So they're going to have chairs, desks, whiteboards, storage units all on casters. So there's basically just wheeling stuff into various arrangements. It does seem strange, sometimes being arranged in a matter of hours. Yeah. Which sounds like you feel like you'd set up desks in a matter of hours. Yeah. But um, those are a bit more permanent. They're they're testing 
robotic inflatable walls that can wheel around and just. Oh yeah, kind of, they have video of it. Do they really? I didn't actually see the. Oh, good lord! That Is looks it terrible. Awful. It, it sounds all inflatable walls. This it, sounds like we're just going to a it, fucking play center. Kind of. Yeah. So basically it's just a. Oh God. Yeah. It, like you're that's Jeff Bezos is going, Hey, good old Jeffy B. You ever been sent Amazon prime? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have this wall float up on you and it's just gonna. It doesn't. Well, this is Google. Like, no, I, I get, I understand why they're doing it. I just. I just feel like the, this isn't the right way. What, so they have a whole bunch of things involved in the modularity of their offices. Some of them sound like a hot nightmare, like a slow inflatable wall that just kind of just pops makes me up. think of those bounce houses that always have to have that fan on twenty four seven. It takes so long, the, so long to inflate. I think my favorite part is the making hot desking. So if you're just moving from desk to desk or whatever, yeah. Part of it sounds cool until you get to the last bit. So to make hot desking easier, Google's testing a workstation that remembers users' settings, adjusting the local temperature and height and tilt of the monitor based on a worker's card swipe, which is cool. That so does you sound swipe awesome. Swipe the desk, it brings it up to your settings so you don't have to like fiddle with it and take it down. Yeah. Um the last part, it even brings up family photos on a display to get that homey cubicle feeling. Like it mm-hmm. just seems I mean, I, I get you'd have to upload those photos most likely, but like I, it's eh. Google. They are they're already uploaded somewhere. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it sounds cool, but I don't know. Just feel like they're gonna let it down somehow. Yeah, we should really put that idea down. Dogs. Speaking of robotic dogs dying. <laughs> uh, oh no! <laughs> New York had Spot from Boston Dynamics. Mm-hmm. Patrolling the mean streets. We I talked remember. about him. We talked about him. We yeah. sure did. Uh, update. Everyone fucking hated it. Yeah. Well, it's front uh, of the show. Dog. It's terrifying if you're it's, not expecting it's, it. It's it's a terrifying if you are expecting it. We did a story on it. We're like, Ew. uh, so that is getting retired. Unfortunately, uh, it did in fact retired. cost the city ninety four thousand dollars. I'm just glad the people <laughs> who were making it, Boston Dynamics. I'm just glad that they got money for it. Right. Uh, the mayor, Bill de Blasio, is on quote saying he's happy the digi dog is getting put down. That's a terrible sentence. Right. They're just repainting. How it. do they do Like, is there going to be just like a video of them leading the dog out back and they pull out like, <laughs> a pair of AED paddles <laughs> and they just are behind it and weeping and just sh- right. You just clear and just the sides of the dog and it just goes. You just hear it go. Why'd you guys make it yelp? <laughs> why was that a feature? Why? We didn't ask why? for that feature. It's like the modern day old yeller. Why, oh, why, God. why was there a death noise in a robotic dog, you <laughs> monsters? Why would you do this? Why is it whimpering as we're walking it out back? <laughs> is it bleeding? Is God, why? Damn it, Bill. <laughs> is that oil leaking out of it? I told what you I wanted it realistic. Right? Why does it have oil? Wow. The hydraulics just pop. <laughs> this burst. That Christ, is. New York is just fucking up. <laughs> yep, and it's a good thing. They do they sometimes they do good things. New York did do good things in terms of when they recently passed a law that required fifteen dollar broadband for poor people. I recall that. Uh they set and we talked about that and we talked about how they had to have a minimum um, you know, a minimum bandwidth requirement. Right. Or there, it was their lowest tier. 50, or, there was like 15, 15 to $20. Dollars. Yeah, something like that. So they are promptly now being sued by ISPs. A pretty uh, logical turnaround. Um, and it was filed by the lobby groups that are uh, U.S. Telecom and CTIA, both of which have Verizon and AT&T as a mm-hmm. part of their membership. Great. Um, and so the law that was passed was a couple weeks ago... Um, is now being challenged by not only them, but another, I think, four or five lobby firms mm-hmm. for it. Uh, and all Cuomo had to say was, bring it on. Yep. 
Yep. Hell, I appreciate the stance. I appreciate the stance. I mean, to be fair, let's speak. Let's speak logically for a minute. Like that's a that's an understandable reaction from the ISPs, truthfully, because yeah. um, that's going to really hit their bottom dollar hard. So understandable. I appreciate the stance that Cuomo's taken on it. Well, here's the thing too: is that the the law, the the interesting twist here is that Ajit Pai is now no longer the head. Good of the Fuck FCC. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, and um, so he was a big part of working to deregulate the broadband industry. Um, and he, a lot of what he set in place conflicts with New York law. And so if the new FCC chairman decides to change that, then they wouldn't have a legal leg to stand on. But I don't think they do anyways. But Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know the new FCC chairperson is generally, we'll say now, and I'll probably be wrong in a year, is generally on the, on the, the good side. Yeah. I mean, you got to be careful with this stuff because, you know, it's something that, especially when dealing with law, things can get a little slippery. Yeah, you definitely can, can really fall down a nice slippery slope on that one. Yeah, wash your teeth, people. Yes. So speaking of slippery slopes and washing your teeth, brushing uh, shit, whatever, brushing just, shit. I'm too. just, <laughs> I'm just sticking with the washing the teeth because that's uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> Colgate, uh, we all are familiar with them. They make toothpaste, which um. is great for brushing shit. Now, <laughs> they have partnered with a company called Liquid Glide, which, <laughs> yes, I, it'll make sense momentarily. <laughs> oh, it already does to yes, me. Yes, I'm sure. So what they have partnered with is Liquid Glide, and they became viral back in 2012 because they made a product that coated the inside of a bottle. The ketchup And they bottle. tested it on a ketchup bottle, and it causes all of the ketchup in the bottle to collect towards whatever side you're on. So ideally the cap. <laughs> um, so it forces everything down, but it just, it makes it easier for the contents inside of the bottle to slide around. Right. Doesn't, nothing sticks to the sides. Right. Which is ideal for toothpaste because how many times have you thrown away toothpaste that, because you just can't get the last of it out. Pretty much everybody. Oh, because, I cut it open with a box knife and scrape. Well, I mean, that's because I'm psychotic. Why well, do you keep a box cutter in your bathroom <laughs> for the toothpaste? Yeah. So <laughs> there's already a lot of other, uh, companies that have utilized this product, um, uh, there's some facial creams that already have it with, for the inside of the bottle. So you can get every last drop is effectively what they're trying to get. Cause there's, they, they touted that about 13% of waste was coming out. So no, I, I was just laughing because I, I, I remember reading this for the first time, this title. And for some reason I thought the slipperiness would be on the outside. And I was like, that's so impressive. <laughs> that doesn't seem like How a good idea. How does that idea? help anything? Everyone just very slaps. And now I'm like, it's on the inside. That makes <laughs> much more sense. So <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Reducing waste and making sure you get all of your Colgate goodness. Colgate goodness. Yeah. Uh, well, I think this kind of technology is a good signal for the future of toothpaste. Agreed. Now all we need is a robot to yeah. do it for us. Hey, Mister, that was good. I love this story. <laughs> I'm sure you so, do so much. So years ago, I don't know if you guys remember. Um, there was, I believe, it was a bank robbery, bank shooting, or something. And the suspects, they couldn't really find much, but they did find their iPhone, but it was locked. I do remember security this. on it. Yes. And they're like, hey, Apple, unlock this for us. And they and said, they said absolutely, absolutely not. not. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. And then they went to a bunch of other people to unlock it. And everyone's like, Ab- absolutely not. No, it's not. It's not constitutional. It's not ethical. You, you, it's their stuff. It's locked, whatever. You can't get into it. You can't get into it. Right. There's privacy and all kinds of shit you got to get through. Right. So the company Celebrite. Who I don't know if you. Oh, we know so well. Oh God, they they would the, back in the day they would make machines specifically to transfer information from cell phone to cell phone, um, to kind of sidestep a lot of stuff. 
They did a lot of them. If you've ever seen any anyone plug a machine in, it was probably a Celebrite machine. But now these days, they're working on kind of that security thing. They're getting through those those locks on phones. Um, and Signal, uh, the the founder, Moxie Marlin Spike. What a fucking name. What a fucking name. <laughs> um, Signal, a very encrypted uh, messaging app. So the idea is it's very secure. No one's mm-hmm. going to see what your messages are unless they're holding your phone mm-hmm. and they can see the transcripts or unless you have them go away, whatever. Um, so he founded that in December celebrates like, yeah, we, we can access signals data, which meant if they had the phone in hand, they could get into the app and look at it the right. same as every encrypted texting app. That's just something you're not going to get around. Right. That's right? how they work. Things exist until they're destroyed. So, uh, Moxie Marlin Spike, according to him, managed to get a Celebrite unit that fell off a truck. Sure. That's his story, and he's sticking to it. <laughs> fell uh, off a truck. I watched it happen. He managed to crack that thing wide open and expose uh, um, uh, a weakness in it mm-hmm. where you can effectively upload any application through it, and then it'll pa- apply to the Celebrite and have it feedback whatever results you want. So you could you could force it to feedback false data, right? You can manipulate the thing. That the seems like way. a pretty significant design flaw. Yes, because I mean, it's especially not, if law enforcement is using right, it. Right, it's not like <laughs> Celebrite is used, being used to uh, to crack open th- criminal cases and everything. Right, it's already had a couple of cases reopened because people are going like, "Well, what happened? Why? If it's that easy to manipulate, what's saying my client?" didn't have their information manipulated. Yeah. It's so, it's very plausible with how easy that is to do. It is it is absolutely glorious. Um I believe he uh, he offered a a bit of a a bit of an olive branch to them to say, "Hey, I'll tell you how I did it if you go and fix it." Yeah, I I don't know what it is offhand. We'll we'll we'll, we'll update it. Uh, sure. on on the socials, but man, it is, it is good. And I, if it would be even better if somebody had a real solid segue. <laughs> yeah. Great. So if you take a pickaxe to a black hole, you're mining the void. That, what a segue. What a fucking segue. <laughs> what a segue. I was going to say, you know, it's, it's always tricky when you're dealing with a void that is unlocking people's phones and getting around the privacy, but that works too. But also too, Ryan, what sound do you make when you're urging a horse on? Chia! Chia. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there's a Chia pet pun and we just, we just glanced we over just, that. Nah. Yeah, wasn't so gonna grow. real quick. <laughs> There is a new cryptocurrency on the market. There sure is. As of as of recording. As of recording, uh, on the third of May, Chia has officially come onto the open market for uh, buying and selling, which is pretty awesome. Now, I say buying and selling because you have been able to mine Chia coins for quite a while. But Ryan, I don't have a strong GPU. Why would I care about mining Chia? Well, have I got fantastic news for you, Tyler, because this is why I love Chia so much. You don't need a GPU. Gasp, I peed. Well, stop it. (laughs) First of all, gross. Second of all, all you need is free storage space in order to effectively mine Chia. 
ideally you're going to have something that can handle a lot of sequential reads and writes as well as a large amount of storage space because in order to effectively mine chia you do need a lot of storage space a couple of terabytes worth would be a good starting point they recommend at least one um, now that being said Back in April, there was a lot of storage purchasing happening. A lot of NVMEs were getting sold out. A lot of hard drives were getting sold out. So a couple of manufacturers, and one in particular, uh, has become very public about it called Galax. I'm not familiar with that name. Uh, they're big in the Asian market as far as uh, storage production and things like that. They have come out and said on record saying that if you are utilizing their storage for mining cryptocurrency, like Chia, then you are voiding the warranty, which in their defense, that's probably a smart move because the amount of reading and writing that's happening on these NVMEs is so much so often that you are degrading the life expectancy of your drive. It's yep. inevitable. You are destroying your drive. So a smart move on their part, but we're starting to see a little bit more of that where there's been this huge boom of storage purchasing it, because Chia is such a simple and it, it, there isn't a massive cost barrier like there is with Bitcoin mining because you need these massive rigs and these top-of-the-line GPUs and you need a shit ton of them in order to actually be effective. Chia, not so much the case where it stands currently where you just need a lot of storage space and a drive that reads and writes really fast. That's right. basically all you need. So, huh. Well, looking at we'll we'll keep you updated as new developments come out on this one. But as of right now, mind Chia at your own risk. You're going to be go chewing through drives pretty quickly. So that is pretty pretty great. It's all it all sounds uh, pretty futuristic. I can't wait till the the robots take over and invade our grocery stores. <laughs> but good thing that's a long ways away. Yeah, <laughs> uh, building. Kroger. So we talked about Kroger recently because they're building a gigantic warehouse, gigantic warehouse with robots that move the food around and get your order for mm -hmm. you. Well, now they're competing with Amazon by making drones and they're <gasps> partnering with the company Drone Express wow. on delivering packages of up to five pounds. That's nice. impressive. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so they're going to do it um, later this spring and they are going to uh, bring things like they're testing and for use on things like baby products and over-the-counter mm -hmm. medications and small supplies and that kind of thing. So the drones will be uh, flown by certified drone pilots under FAA approval. I like how they say that. Like, it's difficult to get that done. It's right? not. It's like but an afternoon also, in 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need a street address. You can, they say, quote, Give them coordinates. Parks or beaches by homing in on a customer's smartphone location. That's impressive. So you can and be dying terrifying. on the side of a mountain and get gauze and water delivered to you by Weather a Kroger permitting. drone. <laughs> I just think it's funny that Kroger <laughs> is able to make this happen, but Amazon has not been able to make it happen. They haven't really been commercial. I think they've been their... ahead of the curve on that. That they've kind of slowed down a little bit, being like, "Meh." And Kroger's like, I, "Well, I know I... that Amazon's been heavily involved in developing a lot of the policies and stuff that the FAA is going to utilize to enforce this kind of stuff because this is totally new." But mm -hmm. Kroger's just like, nope, here you go. It's likely easier with Kroger because there's a shit ton of Kroger locations. True. Um, to where they can go, hey, we're gonna we're gonna 
ship out a couple of these things if you live in X radius from the store. Mm-hmm. Probably, they're likely just going to ship it off from the It's not even that. Well, be for, yeah. There's going to be warehouses just for the drones. Oh, yeah, sure. So they'll okay. have like an airfield. I would imagine that they'll just have like all the food in there and then they just pack the drones separately and the stores aren't even. It never even involved. makes it to a, a retail store necessarily. I really want that thing. You see the hums. As a speaker, by Kroger. And that's, <laughs> that's it. Just very like, like oh. Fallout. Yeah, like this is this is the this is the end. I guess. Yeah, this is how it happens. I did not yeah. expect baby wipes to be bringing in the apocalypse. No, because, but like, <laughs> if a, God forbid one of those things ever falls out of the sky and like falls into a lake, splashdowns splash on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you did beat me to that one, you son of a bitch. Yep. Anyways, speaking of SpaceX, (laughs) Greg, thank you so much for that segue. So four astronauts just the other day, I believe it was Sunday morning, actually, uh, finally touched down from the ISS utilizing a SpaceX Crew Dragon capsule. It's the first time that they've actually done this. And according to a NASA reporter on site, they were live streaming the whole thing. Mm According to a NASA reporter, it could not have been a more flawless journey for them. Nice. They disembarked from the ISS at about 8.30 Saturday night. And they I didn't realize this. That's a six-hour fucking flight going from the ISS onto Earth. That's it? That, what do you mean that's it? That's I figured f- it'd be much faster. I feel like that's no. surprisingly... like surprisingly. If it's, if it's a controlled descent... Which it was. Then that's difficult. Because normally astronauts are just plummeting to Earth... Into the ocean. That's really quick. So right. yeah, I mean, they still landed in the ocean, but at I, night, at night, which was even it's better. Insane. But so, the whole thing so went off <laughs> very smoothly. If Jeff so. Bezos is listening, because I'm sure he is, um, <laughs> with Papa Bezos. This is why yeah. SpaceX got the NASA well, contract. It's funny you mention this because I saw an article and I didn't put it in in today's list, but I know shame <laughs> on me. But Blue Origin did just have a successful test flight uh, back in early April, where they were able to actually go up. And they actually came back down without exploding this time. That does not qualify you for a contract for NASA. It doesn't, but they are finally making let's, steps. And I'm only excited about it because I like the Blue Origin spaceship better. Let's focus on the best part of the whole landing. Sure. I don't know if you saw the video, but one guy, when they finally got him out, they have people like holding him just in case and all that. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I'm good. And it's just a little happy dance. Yeah. <laughs> then, he was so excited to be back. Then they, then they grab him. I mean, yeah, because it, it's a, it was, it's. It's phenomenal. Because they had been up there uh, for, it was like 147 days or something like that. They were up there for a long time. Yeah. Um, So to be back on Earth safely utilizing, they went up in a SpaceX rocket and came back down in a SpaceX, well, the capsule in this case. But I mean, all SpaceX, the whole trip. Yeah, so cool. All right, so that's uh, our headlines for the week. Sure are. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. And now we're going to move. Wait, don't go. <gasps> oh, no. There's something weird out there. And There's it's so much weird. Weird news of the week. Speaking of trouble in Syrup Town, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Canada, the most Canadian thing to happen since Canada. Since Canada. Um, so, Internet. You know how internet's provided. Yeah. Cables. There's cables, underground cables. So much infrastructure. Apparently, they're delicious. Uh, yeah, I've uh, eaten a lot of them. According to beavers. Yeah. See a doctor. No. Um, so there was a colony of beavers that just gnawed through a fiber optic cable that ran, <laughs> ran over. Uh, ran Shut near down t- a chunk of the internet for like, them. It wasn't even in the way. Like, <laughs> they were just like, man, this shit's good. Have you eaten this glass shit? <laughs> how many angry dads? Two. Got guns and just hunted the beavers <laughs> now. 
<laughs> Probably like a, a lot. It was about 2,000 people for four and a half hours, which, I, to be I fair, mean, that's that quick fucking turnaround. That response time, though. <laughs> that is pretty fucking Canada. quick. Oh, um, you. <laughs> and it started at 4 a.m. Wow. So, like, by beavers the, are nocturnal. By the time. <laughs> I like how it's not. You, you just aggressively stated a fact. That's the funny part. I don't know if they actually are. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, these boy. ones were. Yeah, they were uh, enjoying them cables. They, so. Yeah, they worked pretty quickly. So, like, really, by the time most people were probably up and awake, they probably had internet back where they were probably. real pissed in the morning. Yeah. Um, for a couple of hours. Yeah. It, Fucking it, beavers. It is just great. I love it. It, I, it was so Canadian I had to include That's it. That's one of the most Canadian headlines ever. It it's it's beavers so, terrorize canada <laughs> yeah that's kind of all it was and it was just a mazen what they what they did yeah wow, get out so <laughs> that was thank you greg amazon great. is making a venture into hair salons they have <gasps> opened in london new hair salons that come with a twist Wait, and amazon a blow dry hair salon amazon salon where it wants to showcase products and try out new technologies oh my good lord so they're trying things like augmented reality hair consultations Really? And be like, hey, what's up? And That's like, actually pretty cool, truthfully. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, there will be fire tablets at each station, and customers will be able to buy products in the salon from Amazon's UK store by scanning a QR Can code I actually on the shelf. get a haircut at the salon? You certainly should be able to. Because <laughs> if I can't, that's they, kind of fucked they up. They will offer hair care and styling services. Fucking better. Yep, there you go. And that's uh, so the, there's only one of them. They're not going to make another one. Cause Never the, again, because it's going to flop. Well, the, not for now. They're just going to have that one. I oh, will okay. say the the AR kind of beautification and everything. I know Samsung has bu- had it built into their phones for a while. Yep. Um, different places. I know at CES they've been they've been advertising mirrors and stuff that'll do it. So it's mm-hmm. not a new thing. Amazon is, but it's new doing. in this space, right. In this format, right? They're really focusing on it, building a place to focus on it specifically, right? Um, and. <laughs> Who oh boy, does that does that wait. thought excite me? Oh boy, uh, I can't wait if, for this. If, there, if there's an open area, I am I am aroused. I am totally getting wood in space. Wow. Wow. I I Dude, am that's just the amazed. best and worst one we've done so far. Uh, well, I mean, mm. yeah, I you mean, get a pl- clap for that one. Please, please, <laughs> please. You, you get so you get some clap for that one. There please. You go. Please say the things you need to say. Now. Yes, yes, good, good, well done, well done. So, not really a good way to transition from this. There's a student-led project uh, in Finland uh, where they are building a satellite to send into space, and they had created it out of what they what they are calling um, space-rated materials, metals, aluminum, things like that. Uh, and they launched it up originally with a uh, hot air balloon just to get it up into the atmosphere. And they have some sensors on there and a radio to track it in flight. Um, and they have been sponsored by a um, plywood manufacturer. <laughs> and what they're doing now as a result of the sponsorship is they are constructing the sides of the satellite entirely from wood, uh, which is Neat, because you don't typically see satellites made out of wood. For a lot of reasons. Yeah, I can think of a couple, really. Um, So they're going to be launching that up into space. The thing is not very big, mind you. It's 10 centimeters per side. Oh. So it's it's very small, but they're it's made they're going to have a couple of sensors on there. There's a couple of cameras and there's going to be one camera that they talked about in the article when it actually gets up into space and gets into orbit. It's going to extend out on an arm like a selfie stick, basically, so you could see it. Uh, attached to the side of this other satellite that it's riding on. 
uh, in order to get into space. So mm. they're going to get some data on it. But I guess this is just one giant fucking publicity stunt for the, the plywood manufacturer. And they really just want to prove that their product can survive in all environments, which I guess this is one fucking way to do it. You know, there's someone going, we're going to make a space porch. Like, <laughs> what kind of wood are we going to use? I don't know. I got this fucking oh. plywood, though. Or did they just feel like just doing a hardcore flex and just using the most expensive material they could? And oh, they just I bolted plywood to the side. Taking that. But so the company is called Wiza, and I might not be pronouncing it correctly, but it's W I S A, and they've dubbed the satellite the Wiza Woodsat. So. Not even a creative. This is I not mean, a creative uh, bunch. Well, I mean. They're not, students. Not the, no, not the, the wood people are not a creative bunch. Well, no, 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 no. They're not good when it comes to satellites, but. Is the selfie stick arm going to be made of wood as well? No, that one is not going to be made of wood. I don't know. That they have, one. They do have a mock-up saying it's going to be. Do they? Yes. I didn't read anywhere in there saying that it was going to be I, made of wood. On their Twitter, they, uh, they oh, posted a picture okay. a couple days ago. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, that's weird. That I sure would say it's fucking weird. Wooden yeah. satellites are weird. <laughs> so that was uh, weird news in the week, and that means that we're moving on to random time with Greg and Ryan and Tyler. It's so random. So I got we got one more thing that we didn't even have planned. It was a bit of a breaking news today. Yeah, it just came out a couple uh, hours ago. PlayStation has announced they're looking to integrate Discord into which is fucking huge there's no there's no uh there's no answers to exactly how they plan on doing that we talked about discord a little oh, while ago we know how yeah because discord was talking toying with the idea of being bought out versus going mm-hmm. public and yep. it's been pretty hush hush i do know that microsoft ended up pulling back their uh well exclusive ru- talks agreement rumors so. yeah rumors are discord turned it down which is possible. I right. mean, they're, they they are in a pretty strong position right now to be making demands. I would love to see Discord be on all of the major consoles. Not necessarily have well, or at see, least have if, support. If yeah. you're going to see more cross-play, imagine mm-hmm. having a, a system like Discord across all, right. all of the that Right, where that's already use. something right. that you can do, including mobile. Right, where Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, they don't have to do it. Right. It's like Discord. Discord can handle Come it all. On. And Microsoft has always done this kind of thing better, and PlayStation, knowing its weakness, was probably like, you know what, let's just help have a company that knows how to do that kind of stuff partner with it's us. It's even better for go. them because now PlayStation is going to have the cross-play ability of a lot of those free-to-play games as well as the uh, non-localized uh, chat as Discord. Microsoft's already, they're trying to develop their own chat, so by them utilizing Discord, they're already going to be doing a little bit better than Microsoft as far as the multiplayer party kind of situation goes. Mm -hmm. Because Microsoft has always been pretty aggressive with their online chat. I mean, we've used it a bunch. Mm -hmm. And they have mobile support for that as well. I mean, it works well, but it's just not widely adopted. And it only works on Xbox. You can get it on PC, you can, you can, but yeah, it doesn't work on different consoles. Right. That's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't work on different consoles. So you have to be on Microsoft something in order for it to work. Yeah, so. I, I would love for that to happen just because it just makes... Because we use it anyway. So if we can just tie it in to what's being used... I use Discord for fucking everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And most people do. They, if they've gone away from the gaming focus and now businesses use it for, for Absolutely. work. Like, Entire enterprises are utilizing Discord it. Discord really hip-checks Slack out of their own lane. Like Absolutely. <laughs> they wasted no time with that. All right, so that was Random Time with us. Yeah. Brought to you by Who Wants Bananas. Every, every weekday... Except for Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Every and every day you decide to hit play on our podcast is you will Monday. always find us there. Yes. 
All right, so in one day of the week that we release an episode, say goodbye. Saturday. Flurbs day. That's not a day. Well, you took mine. Sure did. Did, Tuesdays. (laughs) Goodbye. Great. (laughs) Right.